Welcome to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice Fast Friday. Well, yesterday on Odds and Ends, I talked about the third preseason game in the NFL and how important it was for the fans to get a look at what their teams might look like in the 2019 season and their march to the Super Bowl in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. You know, times have changed. It used to be where teams played all of their players, all their starters, except the injured players, of course, through the first half, and a lot of teams played their players, their starters, into the third quarter just so they can come out of the locker room and get a feel for that. Well, because of the preseason training camp joint practices between teams and because of the injury situation and is it worth it, is it not worth it to play and the discussions that are going on in the coaches' meeting rooms. Last night we had a bunch of games and last night, uh, Thursday night, we didn't see a lot of a lot of players playing. Let's go through a list of some of the teams and quarterbacks. Matt Ryan of Atlanta played the whole first half. In fact, he got a two-minute drill in, and uh, he went nine for 14 for 74 yards, and he had uh, a 7-6 lead when he went in at halftime. Tom Brady of New England played one-and-a-half quarters. He was eight for 12, and they were winning 7 nothing for 75 yards. They were winning 7 nothing when he left the game. When you get to uh, Cincinnati, Andy Dalton played the first quarter. He went 7 for 10 for 104 yards and a TD. But in the Packers-Raiders game up in Winnipeg on the 80-yard field, uh, neither of the starting quarterbacks played for either team. Cam Newton started for Carolina. He went 4 for 6 and, and played most of the first quarter but left the uh, game with a leg injury, which I think they're saying is a foot or an ankle injury. Baltimore, Trace McSorley started, uh, went 18 for 27. Uh, neither Philly nor Washington. Uh, well, I guess Washington, it's up in the air who's starting. I don't see that they announced anyone. Case Keenum started for them, went 9 for 15 for 101 yards. And New York Giants, Eli Manning started. He had one six-minute drive, was 4 for 8, and he left the game. And Daniel Jones came in, a much on a maligned Daniel Jones came in, went 9 for 11, 141 yards, and played extremely well. So uh, Jacksonville, Nick Foles went 6 for 10 for 48 yards, a touchdown interception, and and who really uh, cares who started for the Miami Dolphins. So that was the starting quarterbacks yesterday on the games Thursday uh, for your teams. And uh, times have changed. Used to be the quarterbacks all played the first half of the third preseason game. So we'll see what that means as we move forward. It might not mean anything, but I'm leaning towards a faster start for those teams that played their quarterbacks uh, much into the first half. My guest this week on Fast Friday is uh, jockey Drayden Van Dyke, the second leading jockey at Del Mar this meet, and he's the past winner in 2017-18 of the Del Mar meet. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Drayden, and then we'll finish up the show with my picks for this week. So hopefully I can get back on track. I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Revere. And here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do. This guy says the horse can do if he says the Welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. My next guest is the second leading rider uh, at Del Mar right now. Uh, Drayden Van Dyke. Uh, Drayden was also the leading rider 
at Del Mar in 17, 2017 and 2018. You can uh, tweet Drayden at, uh, at Drayden V. And so uh, how are we doing, Drayden? How do you enjoy your day off today? Uh, doing really well. I uh, played golf yesterday with uh, actual, actually Coach Patino, Rick Patino, and, and today just laying low uh, and just kind of napping all day. There you go. That's about it. Taking it easy, right? So you've won over $5 million in purses this year. That's quite a good start. we got a few months to go. I know in talking to Brad Pegram, who's your agent, he says right now working on, uh, what, 70-something days to go to the Breeders' Cup, working on the Breeders' Cup uh, horses. So tell us if you have any uh, Breeders' Cup horses you like right now and uh, any that you're getting ready to ride here in some of those winning your in races that you can tell the fans about. Right. Um, so I, I recently... Uh Stormy Liberal, who I win the uh, last year's turf turf sprint on. Yep. Uh, he, he he ran in the Green Flash this this past week, and it was his first start since uh, Dubai races back in March. So uh, he's he's kind of getting getting back on, on the road to uh, trying to make the the next Breeders Cup turf sprint this year. Gonna go for it, try uh, for a three peat. So uh, I think his next race, Peter Miller, if not if I'm not mistaken, he said. Uh, at Kentucky Downs, uh, but he, he's got a few races yet to, to kind of prep for, and, and I don't know if there's a winning year in. I, oh, actually, there is a winning year in at Kentucky Downs. That's probably what he's going for. And uh, so him, Stormy Liberal, and got a couple two-year-olds that uh, hopefully they can uh, make it there for the juvenile races uh, coming up here in, in Del Mar, the Deputant and the, the Futurity Horses. So. And other than that, it's, it's kind of up in the air uh, with with my Breeders' Cup horses. But you know, you know how fast they could come along and, and pick one up. So oh yeah, there were Hopefully a couple. We can. Yeah, there were a couple around the country this week that didn't nobody thought. In fact, one right there at Del Mar for uh, John Sadler. Uh, what well, was a yeah. higher power? Who is gonna, who's going to think that horse was going to win? And and get in. Yeah, the two uh, the two two year olds you're talking about are for Bob Baffert, I think. Uh, eight Rings, the cult uh, is going to run next to the Del Mar for Futurity, and then Immediate Impact, the Philly's going to run in the Del Mar Debutante. Are those the two two-year-olds you were referring to? Right. Yeah, yeah, those, yes, are, those are nice horses. In fact, Bob Baffert in show number two of Odds and Ends with Mike Tice gave out eight rings to the fans, and and I know there were a lot of happy people and a lot of people out there tweeting how nice that was to get a winner. So let's talk about your start. Well, no, let's stay with Del Mar. So Del Mar, you're seven races behind Pratt. You've won the last two Del Mar t- crowns, and I think we got to figure it out because in '18 on a nine horse card, a nine race card, you won seven races. So you just got to do one of those, and then you're tied, right? You win seven races yeah. in one day, and you're tied. So <laughs> yeah, that that was a pretty unique day, and then probably one of the, the greatest days I've had in in, in racing besides winning the Breeders' Cup and, and winning. Big races, but to win seven races and including uh, a great two in the same day, it was was big. And of course, tied tied Victor Espinosa as one of the only jockeys to do it. I almost got eight, but that would that would have been nice. But seven was 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 awesome. And and like you said, it it gave me that boost to to tie Pratt and end up pull, pulled away from him. Yeah, well, let's so. do, let's do it again. Let's go. A few more weeks yeah, left, yeah. right? 
So you, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, it is possible. Anything's possible. How about I had on Doug O'Neill a couple of weeks ago after he won five races on a on a seven horse seven uh, race card on a on a Wednesday. He came on on Friday and talked about it and then gave us a winner for Saturday. So it can happen, boy. You get hot, you get hot. So uh, yeah. your first winner, you, you've really risen very quickly. Your first winner was on Money Clip that you rode for Tom Proctor at Hollywood Park in 2013. And then you come back and are the leading apprentice jockey in the nation in 2014. And then in 2015, only three years, 13, 14, 50, only your third, 15, only your third year, you win three grade one races in 2015. That is a really quick start. But what, I'm, what I want to segue to is uh, what Tom Proctor did for you at the farm, at Glen Hill Farm, when you were staying in one of the stables, I guess, in one of the rooms, and breaking two-year-olds and riding two-year-olds. Can you tell the fans a little bit about that start? Yeah, uh, to be honest, I, I'm I'm very, very lucky to, to get a chance and, and a start like that because um, it, it's hard to, to get kind of taught like that, uh, old-school way. It's kind of an old-school way to, to be brought up under a really successful trainer. And, uh, he, gave, he gave me a chance to, to go over there, like you said, the Glen Hill Farm in, in Ocala, Florida, and, and uh brick two-year-old so basically i started from the ground up of 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 uh, teaching a horse how to become a racehorse and uh so basically they're, they're wild horses and, and you break them and you tame them and, and and make them listen to your commands and stuff and 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 proctor's thought behind that is uh i was trying to learn as well so what what's the best thing to do to learn with the horse and teach the horse as you're learning with the horse and um, that's basically what what I did, and and to to be able to work with top notch horses, like I I think there was like three or four graded stake winners that that I, I was able to be a part of and break during that time, and so I, I got I was very lucky to be working with some really uh, classy horses and breaking them, and uh, but it, the the work ethic and and uh, long hours and and dedication. Uh, was taught over there at the farm and, and telling me how, how the game is not easy and you gotta you gotta put in the work and and, and never give up and then just every day every day work show up be on time and so I'm I'm very very lucky that that he uh, sent me over there. That's that's a good start. That's a really good start for a young man that was born in Louisville, was raised part of the time, I, I'm guess part of the time in Hot Springs. So you're around racetracks, you're around horses, and then for Tom Proctor to give you a chance and help you grow, I think it's a great idea to uh, take a young rider and have him break a bunch of two year olds, and you're out there, you know, getting your seat and figuring out how to sit on the horse and. And you get your balance down, and and I think that's a great way to do it, and it's really paid off for you, and that's uh, a part of the reason I'm guessing that you've been rising so quickly. And speaking of rising so quickly, the yellow ribbon, you've run, won the yellow ribbon stakes at Delmar four years in a row. I was fortunate to give out Bo Recall in that race a couple of weeks ago on my Fast Friday show. And to see you come up the rail there with all that guts to come up the rail and take that race, that was a hell of a win for you. I mean, and a hell of a ride, too. I mean, I mean, what were you thinking coming up the rail like that? Well, I, I knew I had a lot of horse, and, and the pace was pretty slow. 
and uh, the horse on my outside, he, he wasn't. So he wasn't stopping enough for for the jockey to be able to give me a chance and, and maybe let me out. So uh, I I kind of I caught that vibe. So uh, I'm like, crap, I'm stuck behind the leader and and the guy outside of me is is not letting me out. So uh, I I know I know the jockey who's on who I'm behind, uh, Barrano. I know he tends to when he when he gets to whipping or or asking his horse, he always tends to drift off the rail a little bit. So uh, I, uh, I waited for a split second to see if he was going to start doing that, and I could I could tell right away he was going to do it. And boom! So I knew I was going to have a chance to to slide up the rail, and you got to have horse to be able to make a move like that, which fortunately I did, and uh, got the head bob of a lifetime, and uh, got the money. Yeah, and I got the money, and I gave it out on my show, so I actually was uh, <laughs> having a good weekend that weekend. It hasn't been so good the last two weeks, so. So basketball. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta win. I gotta win that race next year to, to tie uh, Bill Shoemaker. He's he's the only one to, to win it five times. So that's that's the next goal. That's amazing. That, yeah, that's and that's amazing because I talked to Gary Stevens earlier this year and he was, I want to say it was the Santa Anita Derby that he ended up breaking Shoe's record of. And uh, and yeah. he was tied with him and ended up breaking that. That could be two guests I have that break the great Bill Shoemaker's record. That would be something. Basketball and golf. You're a mid eighty shooter in golf, huh? You like golf? Yeah, I shot eighty five uh, yesterday. I took fifty bucks from Coach Patino. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good for you. Does he, did he give you any strokes or what? Or did you have to give him strokes? Yeah, he gave me a few strokes, but he, he was a little upset with uh, Nick Casada because uh, Nick Nick told him I, I was just okay, and I I played really well yesterday. And he's like, he said, "Don't tell anybody from if you ever go to Louisville that that you, you kick my butt in golf." <laughs> well, you took his money. That's all it counts. And you like rap music. And how did you guys do in the uh, in the event, the Jockeys Charity event against the East Coast? I didn't get a chance to be there and see it, but I heard it was a lot of fun. Uh, raised yeah, raise a lot of money. How'd you guys do? How'd you guys do in that? We did really well. We so we did a, a little Twitter poll of, I think five songs. Uh, we let the people vote. To, uh, it was me, Mike Flavian Pratt, uh, Aaron Greider, and uh, Joe Talamo. We we did like an in sync song, and uh, we did really well. And and uh, but the West Coast ended, ended up beating the East Coast Jockeys in, in this year's battle. Uh, so we did really well, and, and fought for a good cause too, as well, raising money for the PDJS. So uh, we did really well. Yeah, that was really nice, and it was really good of you guys to take the time to do that. And uh, last thing, and I'll let you go. I know you want to enjoy the rest of your day off. You're gonna, you're gonna get hot. You're gonna win the Del Mar meet, and then you're gonna go off to uh, Kentucky Downs. You're gonna ride in that meet. That's a pretty quick meet, isn't it? Uh, you're gonna go. Yeah, I believe it's four or five days. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Oh, wow. And you're gonna go down there and ride in that, and then that, like you said, you might have a, a horse that has a shot to get in uh, for Peter Miller, uh, that you won your first Breeders' Cup with in '18, a Stormy Liberal in the Turf Sprint. So, best of luck to you, Adrian, and the rest of the meet. Thanks for taking the time out on your day off to talk to us and and the fans. And uh, I'll be pulling for you, and I'll keep an eye out for you in the form and, and those two really nice two-year-olds of Bobby Bafferts. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for having me on. All right. My pleasure. Have a good day. Hey, 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 hey.
I'd like to thank uh, Drayden Van Dyke for coming on our show this fast Friday and talking about how his career started and what he does on his day off and the hot horses that he's riding and how he played golf with Coach Rick Patino this past week. But now it's time for me to give out some horses. It's been a rough go the last couple of weeks, but it's time to get back on track. And there's some great stake races at Saratoga and Del Mar this week. And I want to give out four horses, starting with the fifth race at Saratoga, the four-go grade one. And I'm going to go with the one horse, Promises Fulfilled, as trained by Dale Romans. I know it was fourth in the Met Mile, uh, stumbled at the break at Belmont, but I like Promises Fulfilled. I'm going to go to race nine, the personal ensign, another grade one race, uh, $700,000 pot. And Midnight Bizu uh, should be the heavy favorite. The last time out won the Molly Pitcher at Monmouth. And I like the four horse, though. I like you late, trained by Billy Mott and won the Delaware Handicap grade two last time out at uh, Delaware Park. Of course, I got to pick the run happy Traverse Stakes that goes off as race 11. And I'm going to go with number six, Tacitus. Again for Billy Mott. Ran second in the Jim Dandy at Saratoga last time out. I still, I really like Mucho Gusto that's trained by Bobby Baffert that ran second in the Haskell. And Owendale, who won the Ohio Derby, is trained by Brad Cox. And Code of Honor, trained by Shug McGahee. But I'm going to go with Tacitus, trained by Billy Mott in the Travers, the Run Happy Travers. We're going to shift over to the West Coast to Del Mar for the Pat O'Brien Grade 2 and I know it's going to be a short price, but I got to go with the seven horse Catalina Cruiser for John Sadler. Uh, first last time out in the San Diego Handicap, make it, made it look easy. And if you want an exact in that race, I think you put it with the four horse Giant Expectations trained uh, by Peter Erton. Well, those are my four picks. And remember this, it's uh, better a short price than a long face. Thanks for tuning in to Fast Friday and join us next Thursday. For Odds and Ends with Mike Tice.